0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That
1: is drilled to deep center field and going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straightaway center.
0: Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA doTERRA proud sponsor of BYU baseball now let's get you ready for Cougar baseball here's the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel
1: good evening Cougar baseball fans welcome inside Patterson baseball complex and coach Steve Hertzfield in Spokane Washington as tonight BYU Cougars play their first game in this park since 2017. Now BYU's back and playing to get back in the West Coast Conference Championship chase. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Grubel. With me is my color commentary colleague and BYU Baseball Operations Director, Tuckett Slade. We'll hear from Tucket in a second. Let's get to, before for tonight's first pitch, our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Brought to you by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. And... Got a tasty matchup on the mound tonight. BYU ace, Easton Walker, opposite Gonzaga's Alec Jacob, the WCC and National Pitcher of the Week after a no-hitter in his last outing last week.
2: We know what we're going to get from, from Easton Walker. He's going to be a bulldog out there for us, and uh, they're kind of different type of pitchers. Alex Jacob threw a no-hitter last week against Pepperdine. We've seen him probably too many times in uh, his career at Gonzaga. So it's going to be a good pitching matchup. Pintar's out. We'll probably talk about that a little bit. So it takes a little bit of offense out, but um, should be good on the mound. Yeah, maybe your most effective overall
1: offensive player is Andrew Pintar. Does so many good things for you, and and he comes here, and he's not able to go tonight.
2: Yeah, a little shoulder inflammation, so um, we're just keeping him out. Uh, I I really believe it's better not to push him and try to push him in the lineup and just let him have a day or two rest and see see if we can get him back um, healthy for the rest of the season. But, yeah, he's our three-hitter, and he's been – arguably the the most consistent guy that we've had all year uh mitch mcintyre another one of those guys but so hopefully the guys will rally around that a little bit and um try to pick penny up maybe not to
1: put too much weight on on one game or one series but this is kind of the weekend where you can put yourself back in
2: the mix for the things that are really important to you well to be honest i mean i think every single week is do or die for us i mean that's what that's where we have put ourselves we're six and six in league play Um, you know, usually it takes 18 or 19 wins to to win this league. We know that because we've done it before multiple times, and so – uh, this team's in first place. They're ahead of us, and um, you're exactly right. We have a chance to to climb back in a little bit. The last time we were here wasn't very nice. We got we had to win one game to win the league outright. Uh, we got swept at Gonzaga. Then you won the games that mattered. Then we won the games that mattered, and, and uh, we beat them twice in a doubleheader to to go to the regional that year. And so it's always nice here. It's a, it's a great facility. They do a, a really nice job with the field, and they're accommodating. And uh, but they're tough on the baseball field too. Yeah, no doubt. Well, here's hoping for a good one tonight, Mike. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg.
1: The BYU head coach Mike Littlewood and tonight's national anthem and up to 400 fans in the stands for BYU and Gonzaga today here at Patterson Baseball Complex in Spokane. Time for tonight's starting lineups courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. BYU will start behind the plate. Josh Cowden on the mound. Easton Walker. The infield at first Freddie Achikar. At second Peyton Cole in for Andrew Pintar. At third base, Austin Deming and at short Brock Watkins. Outfield left to right Hayden Latham. Mitch McIntyre and Cole Gamble. For Gonzaga, behind the plate will be Tyler Rando. On the mound, the aforementioned Alec Jacob. At first base, Andrew Orzel. At second, Mason Marenko. At third, Brett Harris. Interesting note about Harris we'll get to in a moment regarding hit-by-pitch numbers. They're pretty crazy on this team. And the shortstop is Ernie Yake. Outfield left to right, Jack Maktoff, The coach's kid is in left field. Guthrie Morrison in center, and Grayson Sterling in right. BYU's batting order tonight to leading off for the Cougs will be Mitch McIntyre. Hitting second will be Cole Gamble. Hitting third, Josh Cowden. Hitting cleanup is Austin Deming. Cooper Vest will hit fifth. Hayden Latham sixth. Freddie Atchcar seventh. Brock Watkins eighth. And Peyton Cole late into the lineup. Will be the number nine hitter for byu tonight again easton walker on the mound easton one and three with a one point uh, one one point eight one era starting for the zags who had a no hitter in his last outing it is number 37 alec jacob three and one on the year with a 3.33 era he also pitches out of the pen in fact it's his seventh start but his 13th appearance for the bulldogs here tonight byu's base coaches with uh, coach mike littlewood staying in the dugouts you've got uh, Brent Herring at first base and Trent Pratt at third. And let's welcome officially to the broadcast, Tuckett Slade. Great to be back in Spokane for the first time in four years for you guys. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, Bad memories last time we were here, but let's make some good ones today. Those bad memories were followed by a really good weekend or good week in Stockton that year in 2017, beating the Zags twice when you needed them both to get to the NCAA tournament. And our first batter steps in in Mitch McIntyre. And the first pitch of this game is high for ball one. Mitch McIntyre in the anthracite uniforms. We'll talk about anthracite, what that color actually looks like, and why it's been a while since we've seen them as Jacob delivers for strike one, one and one. We call it anthracite. Some might just say it looks almost black, really dark gray. We haven't seen them in a couple of years.
3: Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, a little kind of a graphite, I guess you'd say, you know, darker graphite. But uh, guys wanted to wear them, so we'll bust
1: them out. And after opening 0-1... The righty Jacob goes back-to-back strikes to the leadoff hitter for BYU, Mitch McIntyre. BYU's leader in on-base percentage, always a good number for your leadoff guy. And he looks at a 1-2 now from Alec Jacob. Wind blowing in. We've seen a lot of wind blowing out games of late, you and me, Tuck. But this time the wind is coming in, and that one gets away from Jacob and to the backstop for ball two.
3: Yeah, slipped on that one and threw it all the way to the backstop. But the the key to getting Jacob is he's not going to blow by you. But he's a command pitcher that has three pitch mix where he wants to. And so you just have to battle in the strike zone and put balls in
1: play against him. From him. Mitch McIntyre, the left handed hitter, digs back into the righty Jacob. Kicks and fires and doesn't get the inside corner. So it'll go to full count, three and two to the first hitter of this game, BYU's Mitch McIntyre. Yeah,
3: he's more fastball change up against left handeders and against righties. He wants to go more fastball slider.
1: Wind <laughs> up. And Mitch Skysett, catcher Rando, is going to go back to the backstop, and it will get onto the roof with a crash above us here at Patterson Baseball Complex. So that's a pop foul on the roof, and we'll stay 3-2 and to Mitch McIntyre. Gonzaga in the all-whites tonight. White jerseys and pants. Block zags across the front. The cap is red, white, and blue. BYU in those anthracite jersey and pants. Navy cap and block BYU, the letters across the front. 3-2 pitch, and that's ripped by Mitch McIntyre to center field, but center fielder, his positional opposite, will handle it cleanly. That's Guthrie Morrison for the first out of this game. So in the air to center, a couple steps to his right, and the first batter for the Cougs is retired. BYU coming in, hitting 215 on the year. The Zags at the opposite end of the spectrum, 282. So the team that struggles most at the plate, BYU facing the team that uh, is pretty loose at the plate right now in Gonzaga. Yeah, and and you're facing a guy who just came off a no-hitter, so that's not an easy task. Cole Gamble next up for BYU. As BYU goes back-to-back lefties against the righty. In fact, the first three hitters for BYU are left-handed hitters as strike one's delivered by Alec Jacob. Cole Gamble digs in against Jacob, puts his glove to his belt and delivers high and outside for ball one. So one and one to the number two hitter, the right fielder. Cole Gamble still has that. Shared lead in RBIs for BYU at 15. But it's been four weeks since uh, he's really gotten on an RBI tear as he swings at strike two. One and two with one gone here in the top of the first.
3: Well, with two strikes here, they're playing a, a big-time shift here to Cole. Nobody's at third base right now. That's right. And, and three guys on the right side of second.
1: That's high for ball two. So two and two with one out. Shortstop, second baseman, and first baseman all on the first base side of second. Yeah and the third baseman is playing short. So if you you ever time to go opposite, it's right here. And that'll be a punch out. Won't get a chance. That's a backwards K. That's caught looking. And Alec Jacobs' first strikeout of the day is no hitter last week. So I'm strikeout 12 batters.
3: Yeah, that's what he'll do right there. He he came, got ahead in the count and came with a fastball in and surprised Cole there.
1: Cole didn't like the call, but uh, it looked good from up here. Josh Cowden, third consecutive left handed hitter for BYU to open this game. Josh steps in against Alec Jacob with two out here in the top of the first. Josh coming in hitting 207 on the year. That's high for ball
3: one. Well, the opponents come into the day batting 186 against Jacobs, so
1: he's, he's a tough cookie to crack here. ERA but again that sub 200 batting average against that's two consecutive balls first 2-0 count I think we've seen from Jacob in the third batter of the game Joshua Counten starting his 20th game at catcher BYU has a losing record on the year but a winning record when Josh is behind the dish where he is tonight waves that bat over his left shoulder and takes for strike one
3: you threw out a stat earlier today. I liked what was, if you if you recall, the the Zag stat at night.
1: They struggled a little yeah, bit. They have a losing record, yeah. six and seven, in nighttime <laughs> games. Yeah. They're ten games above five hundred on the on the year. But when the lights go down, the record goes down. And that's two strikes after two balls from Jacob. Evens the count at two and two with two gone. Top of the first here in Spokane, BYU and Gonzaga. BYU twelve and twenty six and six in league Gonzaga 23 and 13 leading the WCC at eleven and four taps the plate does Cowden with the end of his bat and sees Jacob go high for another full count three and two with two out from the top of the first inning at Patterson Baseball Complex and coach Steve Hurts field and coach Steve Hertz is about three feet or four feet to Tuckett's left doing color commentary with Tom Hudson on the Gonzaga radio network the kick fire and Fouled back to the screen by Cowden. Stays full count.
3: Well, right now, early in this game, it's only in the first inning, but uh, that changeup that he likes to throw to lefties, he's missed really big on those misses. And really, fastball is the only command. If you, if you can make him a, a one-to-two pitch pitcher, he's,
1: a, he's much easier to face. Jacob induces a foul into foul territory by Cowden down the third baseline. Stay a full count, three and two. The sun shines here in Spokane. Beautiful morning. Stormy early afternoon. It's cleared up nicely here at night. Don't want to get too gushy about the weather because weekend doesn't look awesome right now. Delayed delivery inside, and he lost him. So Joshua Cowden, the third batter here in the first, takes his base. First base on balls offered by Alec Jacob. So Cowden is at first with two out.
3: Yeah, really good at bat right there by Josh. He just battled, 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 and then took his walk. That's one thing that offensively, that's like the one standard is this year we've done a really good job
1: of taking walks. Counted at first with Austin Deming. Stepping into the batter's box, tonight's third baseman. First right-handed hitter for BYU against the righty Alec Jacob and a swing and a miss by Deming. 0-1 with two out. In the top of the first inning.
3: Well, he got a couple of hits he did on Tuesday, Deming did against Dixie. And hopefully he can use that momentum into this weekend.
1: Yep, two for four on Tuesday. That's two strikes, so Deming is behind the rangy righty. Alec Jacob, 0-2 with two out. And Joshua Cowden at first base. Comes set, fires... Speeding outside for ball one. And there's a slider right there that he likes
3: to throw to, uh, to right-handers. And, and right now, his both slider and changeup, he's not able to throw it for a strike early in this game. Be on time for a fastball.
1: One and two the count. with two out, top of the first inning. Reaches out. Grounded a third handled by Harris. The fire to Orzel, and three are gone here in the top of the first inning. So for BYU, no hits, no runs. There were no errors. One runner was left on on the base on balls. We're through a half inning in Spokane. BYU zero, Gonzaga zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: doTERRA is proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. BYU at Gonzaga tonight. Great to have you with us. Greg Rubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem. Always comforting to see Easton Walker on the hill and BYU's ace throws on a Thursday most every week of the season and here it is Thursday night and number nine is on the mound awaiting the first Gonzaga batter of the evening. It's the shortstop Ernie Yake and Ernie Yake has reached base in 17 consecutive games with hits in nine of his last 11. Jersey number 15 on the White Gonzaga tops tonight. Left-handed hitter Yake, who's known to rake, will step in against Easton Walker. The righty Walker and the lefty hitter Yake. First batter for the Zags. And that's ripped but lined right at the shortstop and making a couple steps to his left and snagging his is Brock Watkins for a one-pitch out to begin the game.
3: Yeah, like you said, that ball was raked right there by Yake and, and a good re- reflex there by Watkins to go catch that ball off the middle. He has been such a thorn in our side the last, it seems like,
1: seven years. He's <laughs> Guthrie Morrison, center fielder, will dig in. Right-handed hitting Morrison, jersey number five. Hitter number two here in the bottom of the first, and a strike delivered by Easton Walker. Easton coming in two tonight. A 1-3 and three record, but a very, very impressive 1.81 ERA, making his ninth start in his tenth appearance. And that's another ripped at Watkins diving stop this time. Fires to first, and... Takes Freddie off the bag. That was going to be a hustle to get him down the line. And diving to his left, Watkins did collect it, but not catching Morrison in time and took Freddie off the bag. So a base runner for the Zags. Call it an infield single, right? Yeah, infield yeah.
3: single. I mean, he, he did everything he could to dive and keep that ball in the infield. Had he had caught it cleanly on the dive, he would have had a chance at first. But he just was able to knock it down and then had to find it. And because he had to find
1: it, that's the reason why he was safe at first. But good effort there by Brock. So Watkins snagged the liner to open the game. And then dove to contain the grounder on the second batter for the Zags. But it ends up as an infield single for Guthrie Morrison. He's at first with Brett Harris stepping in. And time for us to tell you now that Brett Harris has more hit-by-pitches than the entire BYU team this year. This is an unbelievable stat. I, I cannot believe that stat. 17 times he's been hit by a pitch. That's a chopper. Watkins busy, skips off the heel of his glove. It'll go into center field. Rounding second and getting to third is Guthrie Morrison. Runners on the corners with one out here in the bottom of the first. And Brock Watkins has been involved in every play so far. A ball's hit in play. First he snags a liner, dives and contains a grounder. And this one skips off his heel, a hard shot up the middle. And it results in runners in the corners.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure how the score gave that a hit. I mean, that's a ball that, I mean, should be made. It wasn't hit that hard. It was a double play ball that uh, Brock actually ran into a wrong hop there and, and ended up booting it off his
1: arm. But it's little, currently called a yeah. hit. Right now it's a hit. So first and third with one gone. And Tyler Rando, the catcher, will step in. And Rando's hitting from the right side against the righty Easton Walker. And Easton's been a tough luck pitcher this year, and things like that seem to happen when he's on the hill. He pitches well enough, but just seems like a handful of plays that get away and have kept his record where it is, and we'll see if the Kooks can bounce back here and keep this inning under control here with one out. In the bottom of the first. Runners on the corners, first and third. Harris at first, Morrison at third. And that's in the air Traum to out. right, caught on the run by Cole Gamble. Runner will tag and score. So an RBI for Rando on the sack fly to right. And that was more of a line drive than it was a pop fly. And Cole Gamble ranging to his right handled it, but tagging alertly was Morrison and comes home with the first run of the game. So a sack fly for Rando. And one nothing Gonzaga leading with two out here in the bottom of the first. And the runner at first remains, Brett Harris.
3: Yeah, and because Cole was going to his right towards center field, that was tough to be able to set his feet and throw the ball home.
1: Cole Gamble, who has six assists from that right field spot this year. All he could do was catch and contain, and that's what he did as scampering home with the first run of the game was Guthrie Morrison. The Zags are on top, 1-0, two out, bottom first. Runner at first is Harris. Well,
3: and it should be another unearned run given up by by Easton, but because they gave that a hit... You know, that goes down as an earned run. So it's his
1: 23rd run allowed, but only his 10th earned run allowed of the year. And maybe should have stayed at 9. Yeah. But that's been the tough luck nature of Easton's season. You think about it, you come into a a game, you've allowed 22 runs, but only 9 of them being earned. Yeah.
3: That's tough. It's just been tough for him. He just goes out and competes like crazy for the team. And just like
1: you said, tough luck.
3: And he just scores some runs for him.
1: Looking for a little support here. One and one, the count, with two out here in the bottom of the first. In the box is Andrew Orzel. That's ball two. I mentioned the uh, the 17 game streak for Ernie Yake, reaching consecutive games. Andrew Orzel's reached in 26 consecutive games, including a current 10 game hit streak. The Wofford transfer, Andrew Orzel. Righty hitter, righty thrower, Easton Walker with a 2-1 count. Throws back to first. Freddie makes the swipe, but diving back ahead of the throw is Harris. And this is a veteran team here, Greg, if you look at
3: just the roster of, I think, uh, seven of their nine guys are either juniors or seniors
1: in the starting lineup. 2-1. High for ball three. And one of those teams and lineups where... You know, Coach Maktoff just pencils it in every game, yeah, every, you know. You know what you're going to expect. It's a veteran lineup that's been there, done that. It's not exactly been Coach Littlewood's MO this year. Uh, yeah.
3: It's been, it's been a little bit tough on the offensive side this year of figuring out the, the right combination.
1: All right, three and 3-1 now with two out. Runner takes off. Ball foul back to the screen. Full count. Brett Harris will jog back to first base. Harris... Reaching on what was called a single, but a ball off the heel of Brock Watkins' glove. So Harris, with that play, extends his current hit streak to 10 games. So a couple of 10-game hit streaks on this Gonzaga team right now. Including the one belonging to the hitter in the box right now, Andrew Orzel. Open stance for Orzel. Walker kicks and fires high and lost him. So a walk, and first and second. with Two out. Cougars... Trying to get out of this inning with just the one run across. one nothing Gonzaga. So Orzel takes a base on balls. Orzel at first. Harris moves to second on the walk. And Mason Marenko, tonight's second baseman, will step in. Marenko, another righty hitter. Three left-handed bats in the lineup for coach Mark Maktoff. The number one hitter, the number seven, and the nine are lefty hitters. The number six hitter, Mason Marenko. Steps in against Easton Walker. Runner in scoring position for the Zags who lead 1-0. Bottom of the first inning here in Spokane. Easton glances back at second and catches the outside edge away from the right-handed hitter for strike one.
3: Yeah, good adjustment there by Easton. He's been missing high, especially to the last batter, and he was back down in the zone there. That's where Easton's really good was he, when he's down in the zone.
1: Marenko, two for his last 19 as he digs in against Easton. The man they call Ewok is on the hill for BYU. And that's fouled back to the backstop. And Easton gets his first 0-2 count of the game, I believe. So two gone here in the top of the first. Zags have a run. So BYU on the year. is being outscored thus far 14-7 in the first inning. 14th run coming just moments ago. See if the Cougs can keep it to one here. The 0-2. Easton Walker and Joshua Cowden, the BYU battery tonight. To get their signs aligned, and here comes the O2 from Easton, setting up outside and just missing that outside edge. Looked like the same pitch that might have been called a strike a moment ago. Will go as ball one, so one and two with two gone here in the top of the first, uh, bottom of the first inning. Coming your way from Patterson Baseball Complex, beautiful playing surface here in Spokane, natural turf.
3: Yeah, Easton wanted that pitch, Greg. It's a good spot right there.
1: Felt like he got it in the same at bat a couple pitches ago. Easton looks in intently, and now time is called. So a bit of a wait there for Mason Narenko, and he steps back. Time call by tonight's home plate umpire, Brian Herzog. The arbiters at first and third are Kirk Strubel and Timothy Vesey. Kick and fire and swinging strikeout. Cooks get out of the inning with one run across. After one complete is Gonzaga one and BYU no score. In the bottom of the first, it was one run on two hits. There were no errors, and two runners were left on. Zags 1, Cougs 0, heading to the second on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Top of the second, Zags 1, Cougs 0, and leading off the second, Cooper Vest takes a strike one. Left-handed hitter, Vest, for the first five batters for BYU are lefty hitters. Pops that up to the third baseman, takes a couple steps in, and right on the line makes the grab. So... Brett Harris catches the pop-up off the bat of Cooper Vest, and one is gone here in the top of the second inning. It'll bring up tonight's left fielder for BYU, number 10, Hayden Latham. The righty hitter, Latham, with one out here in the top of the second. Zags one, BYU zero. Zags score one run on two hits in the bottom of the first, the second of which could have been called an error but was called a hit off the glove of Brock Watkins. Cooks kept the damage to one run. The Zags left two on. Jacob fires outside. Describe Jacob's delivery.
3: Yeah, he's kind of a sidewinder, a little bit of kind of a three-quarter angle, but he'll mix up his times of the plate. Sometimes he'll hold his leg. Sometimes he'll quick pitch. Yeah. It's just he's, he's constantly trying to deceive you as the hitter.
1: Yeah, pitch before he held it. This yeah. time he came full uh, full kick. So, yeah, it, his, we've been seeing different looks from Jacob here through inning and change. Well, and one and we, one the count. Like we talked about in
3: the first inning, he's not. he doesn't have a fastball that's in the 90s like most Division One starting pitchers. He's a mid-80 guy with, with a lot
1: of stuff, and so he's trying to just constantly pitch and deceive you as a hitter. Yeah. Hitting the air to left. Left fielder running in and making the catch on the run is jack-backed <laughs> off and Hayden Latham is retired. So left fielder retired by left fielder. So for a guy that, you know... Only goes mid-80s to have the number of strikeouts he does and to be able to throw a no-hitter as he did last week is saying something.
3: Yeah, he, he, he just really pitches, Greg. That's what he does. He just He's he's confident. He believes in himself. He's a big, tall body. Normally guys with this kind of size usually throw, you know, low to mid-90s at this
1: level, but he's just a pitcher. Number seven hitter, third in this inning, Freddie Achikar. Left-handed bat steps in. That's called ball one by Bryant Herzog
3: you know it's very similar to to Easton Easton just knows who he is he knows he doesn't have the you know the the 95 plus amount on our fastball as a a normal day one starter is for a division one team he just knows who he is and he
1: can pitch Atchikar fouls back the second pitch so one and one the count Jacob is 6'3", 190 and hails from right here in Spokane comes inside and hit Freddie Atchikar so Atchikar will take his base with two outs. So that's the second inning with a two-out base runner for BYU. Two outs and a, bases, and a base on balls in the first. Now two outs and a hit-by-pitch here in the second. Speaking of hit-by-pitch, we gave you the Brett Harris number, 17 on the year. As a team, 76 hit-by-pitch. That's unbelievable. And that's second nationally. That is unbelievable. It's a crazy number when you consider BYU as a team, you know, is sitting at 15. There's a team at 76. It's unbelievable. That's swung on and fouled back off the catcher or umpire by the number eight hitter, Brock Watkins. Freddy Atchikar on first on a hit-by-pitch.
3: There's something to be said about a veteran club. That knows how to do that? That's what this team is, yeah. Yeah. They've they've been through the grind. They've had their failures. They've had their success, and now here they are, a bunch of seniors that just know who they are, and they just grind out games and, and make it tough on you offensively.
1: Righty hitter Brock Watkins with the 0-1 count. Two out. Top of the second. BYU down one zip. First three batters of the game hit balls to Brock. Handled the liner. Then smothered a grounder. And then had the third ball go off his glove to put runners at the corners. Runner was brought in on a sack fly. As again, Watkins is fouling it off either catcher or um, umpire. It'll be two strikes. So an 0-2 count for... The righty starter for the Zags, Alec Jacob. Wind now blowing. It's more like out to left from the north here in Spokane. Was it Rando
3: or Orzel who was the transfer from Lawford?
1: Orzel. Oh, ball gets away from the catcher Rando, and that'll allow Freddie Achkar to take a base. So a wild pitch, and Freddie's at second with two outs. So Rutterman scoring position with a 1-2 and two count for Brock Watkins.
3: No, and this is where uh, you would love if Brock could make him pay right here. Get the first hit of the game, get a chance to tie this thing up early. They get the one in the bottom half, and if you can go answer that in the top
1: of the next inning, that's a good momentum swing. So the one and two with two out here in the top of the second. Atchikar at second, and a swinging strikeout to end the inning. So Brock Watkins is retired. On the second K of the day for Alec Jacob, one in each inning. We are through one and a half. Gonzaga, one. And BYU, no score. No runs, no hits, no errors. One was left on. We go to the bottom of the second. Gonzaga, one. BYU, zero on. The new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel
1: bottom of the second Jack Maktoff fouls back the first pitch he sees from Easton Walker to the screen so 0-1 to the first hitter in the bottom of the second the coach's son Jack Maktoff. coach Mark Maktoff in his 18th season as the head coach with the Zags second winningest coach all time with the program the winningest coach is sitting to our left working the radio tonight that's Steve Hurts his name is on the field here in Spokane and that's hit in the air to left center deep but playable caught by Hayden Latham so Latham One quick out here in the bottom of the second. Designated hitter, Gabriel Hughes, will step in, and Hughes will be tomorrow night's starting pitcher. So DH tonight and pitcher tomorrow.
3: Yeah, strong kid, big, powerful kid. Talk, I tell you what, uh, as a left fielder, has a lot of pressure on him. When you're the
1: coach's son. (laughs) Better be good. (laughs) Yeah. You better really earn your spot. Everyone knows you've got to show it. And that's again hit. To left center. A little deeper this time. Back, back goes Latham. Oh, what a play. Makes the catch at Holy the wall. Child, what a play. Hayden Latham records back-to-back outs here in the bottom of the second. The first one was long. This one was longer and on the track and at the wall. Collides with the wall in left center. And two are gone here in the bottom of the second. That was ripped and taken for a ride. And a great play made by Hayden Latham, who continues to be a perfect fielder by percentage having handled 23 chances now on the year perfectly, and that was perfectly played.
3: Uh, Absolutely timed perfect up against the wall. Great play.
1: Brings up the third hitter in the inning. The number nine hitter in the lineup, the left-handed hitting Grayson Sterling, right fielder for the Zags. So back-to-back flyouts to Hayden Latham. The first two at-bats here at the bottom of the second. That second one was impressive.
3: Well, not only is that going up to the wall and timing it perfectly, the sun, that's the sun field in left field yeah, right
1: now. Battling the sun at the same time. Two pitches delivered by Walker, one and one. To the number nine hitter, Sterling. Sterling's been seeing it well of late. 11 RBI in his last nine games. Number nine, Easton Walker kicks and fires for ball two. The count two and one with two out here in the bottom of the second. Gonzaga one and BYU no score. The Zag score in the bottom of the first. The run brought in on a sack fly by Tyler Rando. Rando twenty-four RBIs now for the Zags. And that's sliced just foul down the third baseline. And that's truly sliced. That was was. bending hard to the chalk. And it goes just over by inches for a foul ball. And now the count two and two with two gone.
3: Just off the end of the bat, and it just kept slicing away. And I'm like, oh that's gonna be a cheap double here with two outs and
1: Sure enough, luckily about an inch foul. The count even to Sterling. Easton comes inside and doesn't get the call. Full count with two out in the bottom of the second to the number nine hitter, Grayson Sterling. Gonzaga one and BYU no score. Left-handed hitting Sterling. Waves the bat, poises it above his left shoulder. And the 3-2 delivery is high for ball four. And so the Zags have a base runner to... Bring up the top of the order with Ernie Yake here in the second. So Yake hit in the first to lead the game off and now hits in the second with two out. And that's the second base on balls issued by Easton Walker tonight. So two hits and two walks for Easton in the second inning. Two out, zags up one zip, and the runner at first is Grayson Sterling. Yake looking to extend his his reach safely streak. Did not do so in the first. Lined out to Brock Watkins to begin the game. Yeah, Lefty hitter.
3: 116 at-bats and only 10 strikeouts. He's just a guy who puts the ball in play.
1: Those are ideal numbers for a leadoff, and that's strike one leading off the at-bat. Delivered by Easton Walker. I think every interview that Coach Mike Littlewood's done with me about Easton, the word bulldog comes up. Yep, that's just who he is. 64 degrees at first pitch time tonight. Swing and a miss and an 0-2 count, so Easton works ahead of Ernie Yake here. 64 degrees and a wind between 7 and 10 miles an hour to begin the game. And that wind is blowing out to left field. And left field is where Hayden Latham's made two catches here in the bottom of the second. The second was the tremendous variety. And that's hit to left center again. And so Hayden Latham will get all three outs here in the bottom of the second. We are through two complete. And the score is Gonzaga 1 and BYU no score. So three flyouts to left for the Zags in the bottom of the second. We go to the third, Gonzaga 1 and BYU 0 after no runs, no hits, and no errors. One left on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Top of the third, the number nine hitter. Tonight's second baseman, Peyton Cole, is in the box in a 1-1 count. Facing Alec Jacob. Zags up one zip. Nice rip by Peyton Cole. Up the middle. A two-hopper to center field. And Peyton Cole reaches with a leadoff single. Hey. And BYU's leadoff numbers are actually really quite good, whether it's the batting average or on-base percentage with leadoff hitters. BYU's really been quite good this year. Just about bringing him around. But here we go. A leadoff man on for the Kooks. in the top of the third, Peyton Cole. And Peyton Cole was a late insertion into today's lineup, Tuck. Yep, he was
3: because of Pintar's... Uh, injury, But I'll tell you what, uh, he's a guy who's played a bunch this year, and uh, he's done really good offensively for us.
1: Top of the order now, Mitch McIntyre. Mitch hits it in the air to center field. So center fielder to center fielder. Catch made by Guthrie Morrison, and trotting back to first is Peyton Cole. So one out here in the top of the third. And Coach Littleby was able to just go position for position, pinning out at second, and Peyton Cole took that spot. The batting order changed considerably from earlier today but positionally Cole slid right into that second base position. One out now bringing up the le- the right fielder Cole Gamble. Cole Gamble was caught looking on the first strikeout of the night for Jacob in the first inning and diving back to first is Cole.
3: And Greg the the no hitter is is gone. So Jacob's can't go two consecutive. <laughs> That's a good point. With, so. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no hitter in his last outing and Peyton Cole reaching with a hit to lead off the third. So yeah. That's no longer a pass. Ooh, and he came in and clipped him on the heel, uh, the ankle. I, I think he hit, hit him. him. I thought it hit him. Well, I, uh, Why is he taking? Well, jo- I thought he'd be how, taken off on that. I don't know that. how it missed him if, huh. it, if it didn't. He but, danced uh, out of the way, but it might have been, well, you know, no one wants to take a hit in the ankle. But uh, I thought it clipped him on the foot. Uh, it said it did not. And so an inside pitch gets away from the catcher. But by the way, it allows Cole to reach second. So the wild pitch, another wild pitch, and now runner in scoring position, Peyton Cole at second with one out here in the top of the third and a 1-0 count to Cole Gamble. Got to make these opportunities matter right here. Runner on second now. A couple balls have gotten away from Rando here in the early innings, and that is laced to right center. Not gapper, but it's going to bring Peyton Cole around from second to score. Nicely done. And the Cougs have tied the game at one.
3: Nicely done. Great Hey. We got a runner in scoring position, and Cole now finally has his 16th RBI on the season, who, like you said, had been there at 15 for almost a month, it felt like.
1: 14-15 for the longest time. So the RBI single for Cole Gamble brings home Peyton Cole, and BYU ties the game at one. Hit to right center. It was cut off by the center fielder, but Peyton was motoring and comes home to square the game. Joshua Cowden steps in. Lefty hitter, tonight's catcher, with a runner on first in Cole Gamble. And one out, swinging strike to Calvin. Cole Gamble's interesting. We talk about the 15 RBI number there's now 16. He had 14 RBI in his first 17 games, and then just one over his last 15 before tonight. Yeah, it, and it's not that
3: he hasn't had chances. And he's been unlucky in certain situations where, you know, they have taken hits away from him, but
1: uh, need that number to keep climbing. Curve in for strike one. So one... A strike two, beg your pardon. The 0-2 now coming to Joshua Cowden. So a swinging strike and a called strike. We're in the top of the third. 1-1 the score. The Cougs have tied the game. Joshua Cowden at the plate. And Cole Gamble, by the way, with that signal, now has hits in six of his last seven games, including tonight. Yeah,
3: he's really starting to heat up, and his at-bats are becoming just much more professional.
1: And that's high for ball one, one and two. Hopefully this will get Cole back on the RBI train. The lone peak product driving in Peyton Cole. So it was a hit by Cole. Bringing in a Cole, well, the Cougs we, have tied
3: the game at one. Well, you look at this with, with Gamble and Cowden back-to-back junior college transfers where this is their real first full year of playing Division One baseball. And so you have to make the adjustment. And and uh, you see them both struggling, as is Hayden Latham, right? Last year, both Cowden and Latham got to play in the short season. But uh, until you've actually been here, experienced it, been pitched to at this level it's an adjustment and, and, they're, and they're going through that this year and it's nice to see Cole really starting to turn the corner here like you said the last five or six games.
1: 2-2 after the 0-2 and that's a strikeout a swinging strikeout. Cowden goes down and it's two out here in the top of the third and a 1-1 ball game so for Alec Jacobs strikeout number three the second swinging K of the day Austin Deming retired on a 5-3 ground out in the first. Hits now in the third.
3: And that's a pitch count. is so mad at himself because that was right down the middle. Cole, Cole was uh, trying to time it up to still there.
1: He was able to get Jacob to step off, and then he got back to the bag. Count empty with two out here in the top of the third. And it's dropped in for strike one to Austin Deming. Deming, the righty hitter. BYU run, run on two hits. Gonzaga, one run on two hits. The 0 1. Sun behind the clouds, so the field in shadow as dusk falls here in Spokane. The Inland Empire, they call this neck of the woods. Steady breeze out to left here in the top of the third. 1-1 game. The 0-1 count. Ball one. One and one. Yeah,
3: back-to-back sliders. Get me over for strike one, then high and away
1: for, for ball one. The 1-1 delivery, and that's skied to short. Shortstop watches it into his glove. Handles it over his left shoulder. The catch made by Ernie Yake. And that'll take us to the bottom of the third. We are through two and a half in the top of the third. BYU, one run on two hits. There were no errors, and one was left on. You go to the bottom of the third. Gonzaga one, BYU one. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel
1: bottom of the third, and first batter for Gonzaga is the center fielder Guthrie Morrison. The number two hitter in the order, first in the third. And takes ball one from Eastern Walker. The
3: last inning was the Hayden Latham show, right? All three outs?
1: Yep. Recorded all three outs in the second. And the second of the three was up against the wall. Terrific play made by Latham. And that's hit to left center. And that's a gapper that's cut off in the Good air job, by Mitch, Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre ranging over to his right and makes the grab for one gone here in the bottom of the third. So the outfield is outstanding so far for BYU.
3: I'll tell you what a day uh, just a difference one day makes. It was a little bit warmer last night during BP and the wind was howling to straight left. This is kind of a crossed wind and so there's been like three or four balls hitting the gap now. They're just hanging up yeah, there. Yeah, they are.
1: When last night they, they were getting out of here. So would-be gappers are being caught As Walker delivers outside for ball one. 1-0 with one gone here in the bottom of the third. 1-1 our score. Gonzaga and BYU. Brett Harris with a single in the first. Extending his hit streak to ten games. That's one and one. Strike by Easton. WCC player of the week this week. So they have the player and the pitcher of the week. Jacob a no-brainer with his no-hitter last week. The one and one.
3: I still can't believe the 17 hit by pitches. Isn't that something? It's, it's unbelievable. And then, it's when you,
1: and then when you bring it to the team, he's not the only guy with double-digit hit by yeah. pitches. I mean, there's two guys who have 10-plus. He's got 17, and then the team has this crazy number that only one other team nationally. I think uh, Southeast Louisiana's got 78. And that's laced, and it will get down in right center. Cole Gamble will cut it off and fire to keep... Harris at first with a single to right. So Brett Harris now has singles in both of his at-bats. The first one was off the glove of Brock Watkins and could have been called an error, but was called a hit. This one, no doubt, into right field. So the single from Harris, and he's reached safely on singles in his first two at-bats. It'll bring the catcher, Tyler Rando, to the plate. And Rando has the Zags lone RBI tonight. Sacrifice fly in the first. 1-1 our score. Bottom three, one out, runner on first, Chopper handled by Deming falls to his backside, makes a nice play, through oh, the second, wow. and they get the double play! Wow, what, what a, a play! Turn. What a play! Unbelievable play right there. Great turn, too, by Peyton. Wow. Cougs get out of the inning with a double play that brings us to the top of the fourth. So, for Gonzaga, no runs on one hit, there were no errors, and one runner was left on. We are through three complete. BYU 1, Gonzaga 1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.